Welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Looks like tonight there's gonna be another plague Where all your good intentions come crashing down on your parade Disguised as both excuses that your promises betrayed That always in the service obey you And by tomorrow you'll be miles away from here Disappointments, climbing fences, they can't clear Well, I'm afraid the road you've taken Has been paid with volunteers Who never learn what they're not free to do Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
touch your mouth Cause I'm not listening Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That was actually listening by Carl Alaco. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing? Hey guys. Well, really, really, that was Charlie Dog. I've decided to to, to revive Charlie Dog. Fun to hear that again. I, you know, I was just going through some old tapes. Yeah. Um, you know, just going through some cassettes. I found some cassettes, believe it or not. And you know, that song's on the gray album. Yeah, that's the first that one of the first things demo. we started tracking. But that was just a demo of me on the acoustic guitar. I just dipped the voice. So I was trying to be Dylan in that song. <laughs> if you listen to the words, I was trying to, I was trying to write a Dylan type song, right. you know, lyrically. Yeah. And then, but then I wanted to make an homage, believe it or not, to the Beatles. I wanted to write a yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds stupid. But that was my homage it's to the Beatles. Interesting, because it's like there's an irony to the yeah, yeah, yeah in this song. And I don't think the Beatles used it in that way. But, but anyway, so this is our, our, our final, this is our final episode, um, of, episode of the year. There you go. I did that I'm on my kazoo in my backyard. <laughs> there you go. We own the master, at least. <laughs> so what's going on? So so what, what is the New Year's show about? Well, I guess do? this is like the weird week in between Christmas and New Year's where like no one really like is working or wants to work and they don't really know what day it is. So I would love to know how everyone's holiday was. I had a nice holiday. Uh, uh, it was kind of uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, family news. And uh, while we weren't able to go visit um, – family uh up in kentucky or up in indiana in southern indiana we did have a very nice holiday and uh, the pretzel salad turned out fine so oh you make pretzel salad for both thanksgiving and christmas every holiday on the calendar is pretzel salad the uh, time right? well that's good so, and you had a wonderful time yes i'm in, i'm in the post-holiday exhaustion period where i just want to sit and do nothing so <laughs> It was good. Kenzie got a lot of fun toys and games this year because that was kind of the theme is board games. So we've been playing with her nonstop and the food was good. It was fun to have family in town and see them. So it's it was a good holiday, but I'm kind of looking ready for 2022. You know what? But here I am now. I'm going to probably get a lot of, a lot of flack for saying this. I'm not trying to be negative at all, but why must we designate days to be a certain way? <laughs> like, why why do we have to designate like December twenty fifth to be a day where we give things? And why can't we just be this way always? Why why shouldn't there there should even be a Christmas well, this, day? I mean, it should be just that has our been life. A, that's been a meme that's been around for hundreds of years. And I was reading some stuff and uh, uh, hearing some stuff through the holidays about the lineage or or the history of Christmas and. You know, Christmas has been celebrated as kind of a pagan rite for uh, hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years, and it predates Christianity, you know, and basically people were celebrating the idea that we survived another year uh, and things will get better and brighter and easier in the new year, so... But I feel like that the last two years, we've kind of been lied to about that. Like, I don't <laughs> right. think the last two years right. we have gotten better. It's just that I, I, I think that the reason we choose days to celebrate is because, you know, you can kind of get everybody on the same page about it. But, you know, Dickens talked about it with Christmas. I mean, he that was basically his supposition in 
a Christmas carol is that why can't we be like this every day of the year? Well, because basically we're like just self-centered right. beings and, and, and we got to just rally to get it together for one day a year. <laughs> right. Never mind. We can't do it you know, on a consistent basis or else we'll just, you know, because we'll, we don't want to. We did have something bizarre happen and it, as, as usually occurs when uh, my son brings uh, his dog. So we get a text, you know, can we bring the dog? It's like, yeah, okay. The dog is like a, a, a he's a wonderful, wonderful animal. His name's Reggie and he's a, a 13 year old, 14 year old German shepherd husky mix. Oh, wow. He's a fantastic dog. I love this dog. But he always seems to get into trouble, and there there tend to be mishaps when he comes to visit, particularly on Christmas Eve a couple of years back. He was in the backyard, and he got sprayed by a skunk and then ran through the house, which you can imagine (laughs) what that bestowed upon the Christmas activities. So Christmas Eve... My son and my grandkids and daughter-in-law, everybody's gathered and we're having a, a simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And we're in the kitchen and we have the back door open. It was incredibly unseasonably warm here. It was like 75 degrees on Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve, uh, it's probably 65, 70 degrees. We've got the door open. Chestnuts roasting in the barbecue. Yeah, basically. I hear. I look down to the end of the kitchen, and I hear this yelp, and I see this flash go past me, which is Reggie. And I look down towards the end of the room, and at the end of the table, which had been regaled with all the Christmas china and blah, 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 is about a 15-pound possum laying in the center of my carpet, in effect, feigning death, playing possum underneath my Christmas table. Reggie had, I think, accosted him outside, and he'd run into the house, and Reggie was confused by the possum feigning death so my, you know, my daughter-in-law and my wife are screaming and, you know, uh, so I go to the garage and I get a shovel and I pick up the huge possum with the shovel and I kind of lightly throw him out the back door, out the kitchen door. Five minutes later, I check. And of course I knew what was going on. Five minutes later, I check he's gone. So he had most definitely played possum. We had nothing like that happen, thankfully. We actually had a very pleasant Christmas Eve because my husband worked Christmas. And then Christmas Day, we woke Kenzie up at 4.45 in the morning to open up presents. And then I think she was napping by 9. We wanted to see her reaction to her Santa gifts because it's her first year of understanding. We are trying to like instill in Kenzie that it's not just about receiving the gifts, but it's also about getting gifts and not complaining if you don't like get what you want. So this is the first year we took her separately shopping um, for her friends and for me and my husband. And she was so excited to give us these gifts. And we didn't tell each other what the gifts were. And believe it or not, she picked out the game Connect 4 for her and I to play. And we played it all Christmas Day. It was really cute. That's very cool. Mother and daughter. <laughs> yeah. My grandson, you know, he's got the switch and he's got all the technology and everything. My wife and I found uh, something called, he's uh, he's six. And so we found at this really poshy toy mart, we found uh, a super cool bow and arrow set 
that's made by a company called Two Brothers Bows. And it's really cool, but it's extremely low tech. We gave that to him and he played in the yard all day long with that low tech bow and arrow. It was fascinating. Yeah, usually they go, where do you plug it in? Exactly. It was fascinating. (laughs) Where's the battery? It was just like, you know, I mean, he got some some tech stuff. But, you know, just like the Connect 4, I mean, it's it's a very low-tech thing, but he, he just loved it. Christmas is, can be a miracle sometimes when it comes yeah. to that. I think Kenzie probably would have played all day yeah. and didn't even care to turn the TV on if I didn't need, like, a yeah, break. So. Cool. <laughs> there have been Christmases I remember where, like, you know, it was like like they got me a bike and they got me all these games, but, I, but I'm in the backyard playing with the box, the bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I think this is actually a perfect time for a quote-unquote pit stop before we continue on with this episode. Look Look at at that. Yeah, being all clever. So we're going to hear a little bit about MCR Crowdfund, which is our sponsor this week. And after that, you will hear Maddie Hicks' Pit Stop, which actually was featured in episode 55 of the podcast this year. Yeah, because we're featuring songs, you know, that we've, you know, from the past year that we liked. Yep. And we'll, we'll get into our favorites of what happened with the podcast this year on the flip side. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by MCR Crowdfund. MCR Crowdfund, the premier crowdfunding platform for indie music artists. Get the best elements of crowdfunding without all the hassle. To learn more, go to mcrcrowdfund.com. Again, that is mcrcrowdfund.com.
track actually was from the episode right after we went to podcast movement greg yeah. so we featured three of her songs um and it was i just remember that episode as kind of being not necessarily the highlight of my year but it was definitely like top 10 moments um just reminiscing about what we were able to do at least at that conference and hopefully educate some people on the importance of music yeah it, it felt like uh, we were you know on a bit of a roll at that point because the business side of of this was converging with us, you know, making the commitment to gather and actually record a podcast. I mean, I think in my mind, we actually created this thing as a kind of a test case for music licensing and podcasting. And we may get bigger than that test case, and I hope that we do. But yeah, I'm, I've been thinking a lot about 2022 and the commitment that I'll continue on behalf of these artists that and writers and 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 creatives that deserve recognition and deserve to be discovered. Middle of the year, I was looking at it as, as like, this is a hopeless case. We're not going to be able to pull this off. We're not going to be able to get people the attention they deserve. Uh, and people have just thrown up their hands and said, well, okay, if we get a couple million streams on Spotify, we might have a shot. Otherwise, it's all just kind of for not. I don't feel that way anymore. I, I feel like we need to continue to do this. We need to continue to do a lot of other things in order to help people get attention. And then hopefully we can connect them to uh, some people that will do business on their behalf. Well, and I think too, where you're kind of speaking from too, like middle of the year, we were also banging our heads against a wall with artists not signing the agreement, which was a huge, I think, hurdle for us because we did really well in the beginning. And then there was like six months where it was like pulling teeth to get these artists to sign. And I think we've worked through that now where artists really understand and, and acknowledge that like, this is actually a good thing for yeah. them. And we really haven't had a problem. Just so since, listeners so. understand, I mean, uh, an artist that owns and controls their own copyrights uh, and they don't answer to a label, particularly a major label or a major publisher, they have the ability to give this podcast and others the permission required to play their music on the podcast. And once they do that, then it becomes our responsibility to help them promote what, what it is they do and maybe be part of that music discovery. And I think it's worthwhile. I think it's an endeavor that we need to keep going. And I, I hope that someday someone will hear something that we featured here and it will have a 
much larger audience and a bigger life, maybe even the ability to drive some income towards the people that created it. So that's, that's my 2022 wish for us all. Hey, wait, we didn't play my song. So Greg, every episode, if we're able to, we always try and play a song as we get out of the episode. So the song that we're going to play now is Hick D's Car Radio, which is the last song that we played in 2020. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the 9420 podcast. For anything that we spoke about in this episode, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Until next year, we'll talk to you later. See everybody next year. Happy New Year.